It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield, Rico Hogan, and John Maracle. Loud Pipes, episode 151. We're going to be bantering back and forth. The long-asked question, should you go new or used? We also have our beloved brother Hogan back in the studio. We're going to be going to Supercross. All kinds of things coming up. And the new music is courtesy of Brother Hogan. How are you, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, family? Oh, sweet music to my ears. Man, I'm kind of giggly right now because you're playing the new track. So I was like, what? I wasn't expecting that one. (laughs) Hit him from left field. Bang. Yeah, yeah. Knocked it out the park. (laughs) Shambila. (laughs) <laughs> what's up what's up fam how you doing this evening i'm doing i'm doing splendid if that's proper term yes it is all right what are you sipping on it's been a while man bruh you know i had to go all out for the night so i know i had to go out and pick up my favorite mm-hmm. wait wait. Ger- wait 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 is germans is is germans number one uh draft beer yeah it's called a bit burger Damn. Damn. <laughs> Bit burger, baby. Premium. You don't have any more copper? I do, actually. Ho, ho, ho. But, you know, that one, that was the closest thing in the refrigerator. I had to go upstairs to get the copper, and I wouldn't run all the way up there. So, all right. I'll I give you a pass on that. You know, I got I got it hidden in the back, so no one drinks it. <laughs> so, you know, I had to dig it all out and all that. And all right. I just grabbed it from the basement. Johnny John, Spider Silk. I know you're not drinking, but how are you? Swamp, man. Swamped. What? You got a job or something? No, I'm just. Oh, yeah, I do have a job. <laughs> and, and, you know, so great to see Brother Hogan. I guess our little rod a few weeks ago dug him out. We unburied him. Yo. Pulled him up from the ground. Told him he had yeah. to get his ass back on the show. You know, I appreciate y'all letting me do this little uh, hiatus away from the. From the, the every day of the loud pipes, but uh, brother Hogan had a lot on his plate and couldn't take on too much more. No, nope. uh, some of you must already know my my pops passed away. God bless his soul, and uh, he's in a better place. And uh, yeah, just wrapping things up when it comes to that, and you know, trying to keep mom's spirit up and keeping it moving, and trying to stay positive. And here we are. Yep. Amen, brother. Yeah. Amen. amen. And I appreciate uh, everybody uh, who uh, sent me the card and the the um, the, uh, the shout outs and you guys coming down. Much love for everybody. Uh, I really appreciate it. It really touched my heart. And I just wanted to say that out loud. I know we said it in the clubhouse, but <laughs> I just want to say it out again. So thanks to everybody for doing that. Yeah, we wouldn't really miss appreciate it. Appreciate it. And Enrico, thank your family again from us. I mean, your family is awesome. You know, it's family. I mean, it was like we pull up and I'm like, Rich, do we go to front door or side door? He goes, We're family, go to side door. I'm like, we're going through the garage, fool. Come on. <laughs> hey, come on in. <laughs> no, it was awesome. And yeah, we wouldn't have missed it. Awesome. I'm glad you guys 
was able to see a lot of the family you guys had met. So it was great that you guys they they embraced you too. So these are all my my you know I grew up with a lot of the a lot of the family that you guys saw for the first time. Um, you know you know from three years old till until I left Birmingham. You know that those were my that's what was my crew. So I left you know because mm. we were tight. You know we all grew together. We played the uh, dirt ball fights. You know where we threw dirt balls at each other. You know wrestles in the in the in the leave piles and all that so that was that was my crew so when when we moved up north you know i had to leave everybody behind behind and it was it was tough for all of us because you know we were so tight and to this day you know 40 years 30 years later we're we're still as close as we was growing up so it's kind of neat to still have that in the family you know yeah that's cool yeah, we we tried to cheer him up a little bit. We brought a uh, twelve pack of copper since you hadn't been to Charlotte in a minute. Man, that was that was icing on the cake right there. We put them to good use on Sunday. We sure yep. It was really good too. I missed it. Well, Rico, I was going to bring another little present, but Rick said Rich said no, I couldn't do that. <laughs> what were you thinking? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't want to have Rich picking his toes again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and if you were tonight, this is going to be a talking. <laughs> well, let me let me see if I can segue us a little bit. We do have one more piece of bad news that we learned about before we hit the the new topic, and it's still uh, still unconfirmed for me. You know, I did hear it secondhand, but it looks like Matthew's Fun Machines is closed. What? Like nope, OOB, man. like done. Yeah. Were there any signs of that happening? It was just so s- slow sales or what's up? What, what happened? Did they uh, say? From what I saw, someone had a bike in service, and this was a, a post on Facebook, and they were told that it was closing and inventory is moving to another dealership and come get your bike. Dang. It's like, ouch. So yeah, now the interesting thing will be what happens with uh, Moto Guzzi and Aprilia, because I know Motorcycles of Charlotte was always interested in um, at least Aprilia and maybe Guzzi, as far as I know. They didn't pick them up. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to follow up on that one. But I just heard that earlier today from uh, Micah. He sent me the post, and I was like, man, I need to go over there and buy a new bike. It's like, geez. I guess you should have went over and did that to help them out. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe the, now they'd the be cheaper. Open. No, just kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe now I'll get a discount. Mm, a real like, deep discount now. It's like, let me save you from loading that one onto the truck. You can just give no. it to me. Take that off your hands. Yeah. All right, enough bad news. Wait, I got to take a half step back, Hogan. Mm. I was all in a tizzy because you're back. Ah. I forgot to crack my can on my oh. Sam 76. Oh. oh, man, we got all excited about Rico. And- <laughs> <laughs> I got so excited, I forgot about my beer. What I forgot is to going on? That too. I thought John was going to do that to you. <laughs> Damn. So what's it, what's, it, what's it again? What's the name of it? Sam Adams 76. And in honor of the Patriots bagging another Super Bowl, 
that's what I was drinking during the game, and I still have a bunch left over. Oh, they won? No, I was uh, kidding. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Uh, I was really wanting the Saints in uh, Kansas City to be in the Super Bowl, but you know, yeah, whatever. well, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah, too late. Mm-hmm. As they say in Red Sox Nation, though, there's always next year. Right. Nah. <laughs> Kenny's gonna hunt me down now. <laughs> Sorry, Kenny. Love you, bro. All right, let's talk about buying a new bike. Or should you buy a new bike at all? Ooh. So should you head on down to the dealer with a fistful of cash, get that shiny new object, and ride on into the sunset? Or is there a hidden gem out there that strikes your fancy and might just be one heck of a deal? What's your thought on that, Hogan? You go new or go home, or you dig around for the deal? Man, you know what? My both my bikes have been brand new right out the crate, so oh, you know, I don't know. Now is that you know what? You because know, you don't I think I, you don't want someone else's project, or what? What's your thought there? I think I think well, it's it depends on the bike too. Now, if it's a expensive bike, kind of not like the Roadmaster, which is the most expensive I've ever bought. But, um, if, if it wasn't for my current situation where I was doing pretty good, I wouldn't have probably bought my bike new. I would have probably bought it a couple years older. Got it. Only because, um, you know, and this may be a lot of people just financially, it just may be tight. Not Maybe in the cards. going through some change. Yes, it's not in the cards, and a used bike is more appealing at the at the moment. You know, to get that's the an older, a couple years older model instead of getting the new and improved version of it. But mm-hmm. it's the same bike for the most part. Maybe some small de- details or tweaks to it. But uh, yeah, getting a new bike, I would rather get a one. But that whole break in period is a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. That five hundred <laughs> miles and all that. I'm sure we're gonna talk about that. But yeah, I. You know, I would rather go with a new bike if I can, but if I couldn't, I would buy a used bike, no doubt. You know, I think, you know, shopping around and test riding somebody's bike is fun and scary at the same time because you don't know what kind of headache you're going to get. And riding somebody else's bike and having that fear of dropping it as you're out test riding or somebody hitting you, you know, there's <laughs> all that when you're, when, you're, when, you're, when you're out riding somebody else's bike. Well, I, I wonder if the same thing applies. So when I look at cars, for example, I've traditionally bought things that are mostly new because I plan on keeping them for like 10 years. Right. So I'm not worried about taking a huge depreciation hit because I'm not intending on selling it. Right. So I think that's why we bought the Audi new, the Traverse was new. I just intended on keeping them for a long time and we still have them both. So in right. 02 and 09 respectively. Right. But for motorcycles, I think it really depends on the brand. Mm. If you look at some of Harley's popular bikes, you know they don't tend to depreciate as quickly. Um, but but what I find with Harley is you find a lot of used bikes with low miles, and and for me that's only good to a point. You know I'm I'm all I'm all in for a, a 2014 2015 that's got 1100 miles on it, but you know a, a 20 I don't know let's say a 2005 let's roll it back 10 years a 2005 with 1100 miles not interested that bike well, is just set way too much yeah but 
at the same time, you're trying to sell your Harley, right? Yeah, I sure am. So, you know, the flip the coin, you know. <laughs> Keep them values up. Problem, problem, problem. You know, so there's that, you know, so you're, you're trying to get the most bang out of your baby, you know, so, yeah, you know, you've, you, you, you've taken care of her, you've taken her all to all the schedule of, you know, uh, service, uh, uh, um, appointments on time. You've kept all the records. You haven't rinsed on it yourself. It's all documented. It's ready. It's clean, you know, and you want top dollar for it because why? You're not going to get the money you want out of it yep. if you just take it in and trade it, and which which sucks because you've taken care of your bike, and a lot of guys have taken care of their bike. So do you, you buy your bike from a dealer? That's for sure. Right. So do you go to a dealer or do you try to sell it yourself? Yeah. So Ken, Kenny's got a point. Um, buy a leftover unit, and that's actually we got a couple examples to get into here in a minute. You know, especially on the Japanese side, you get something that's a year or two left over on the floor, some darn good deals to be found out there. Right. I got one for you, too. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. You bought a leftover, didn't you? I did. Twice. No, once. First one was leftover. First one was leftover. Second one was... Used in the devil in the class. Uh, so it was nice. like a demo bike, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you got one? Go ahead. Right now? You want me to give it out now? Yeah, you said you. Well, do you have a bike or you have another tip? Well, I got a bike. I can tell you. But talk about with Kenny's comment. You call right. me. Oh, leftover. Yeah, let it fly. And then so, so here you Tony's go. Got a good one too. So um, you can get a you a 2017 F3, brand new for 13. What's an What's an F3 now? It's yeah, the base model of a Spider. Look this plan. <laughs> I just uh, had to. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> uh, be that way. I'm going to take my. I'm going to take my drink and I'm leaving. <laughs> take my, ball my glass of water. I'm going to be Cameron. my glass of water. I'm going to bed. Rich, I'm going to be Cameron. Yeah, I'm out. All right. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just throwing it out. Just, uh, uh, he's just talking about with uh, Kenny's comment. You know, even Rich, even you talking about when you're looking at the FJ. Yeah. How many FJs you found? I can find you one right now. A 17 leftover FJ09. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's on your list. Yeah, 8,900 all day. You find them all over the country. Yeah. So, why is that though? Well, I think because there's a skip year and then the Tracer GT came out for 18. And I think a lot of people wanted that model or waited for that model and now that that one's out i don't think people are really looking at the fj09 not as a new bike i think by the time you add bags and some accessories and things like that i think people are just looking straight to the gt which is evidenced by the used market i'm not finding very many of them out there mm. i mean there's there's a billion of them listed for 12.9 on the new side but I'm only finding just a couple of them used. Or in the ones I'm finding used are not even used. They're just like new that are discounted. You know, like a thousand off, fifteen hundred off. Mm-hmm. So interesting. But Tony made a good point on the used Harleys. Almost always you find some sort of upgraded parts. 
I mean, even look at mine, basically a stage one exhaust, air cleaner, EFI tune, a little bit of chrome, different seat. Pipes. Yeah, pipes, things like that. So little little doodads, smoke turn signals, LED light. So you, now you take an 07 and it's basically, you know, sort of been brought into the modern era, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. 8,000, if anybody wants it. 8,000. It comes, it comes with all the original, all the original <laughs> parts and more. I'll box up all the original stuff. But wait, there's more. <laughs> As you call now, I'll throw in at least touring <laughs> luggage. And the cover. And the manual. And a free oil change. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Come on now, I'm not getting dirty. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, Rick is going to do that for you. Yep, I'll get it done. You put you put new tires on that thing too, didn't you? No, it probably needs a rear tire. Uh-huh. If I'm completely honest. So that's what I got to think about this spring. If it's, I listed it for a while, and then I was away for work, so the listing expired, and I didn't relist it. So it's it's currently not listed online, although it is still for sale technically. So I need to figure out where I'm going to post it. So maybe we should talk a little bit about places to shop. So where do you like to look for used bikes? Me, I guess is it's what I get in my inbox. It's like, oh, that looks nice, <laughs> you know. And start you start poking around the site and checking out the specs, do that three sixty view. But you have like alerts set up for certain, yeah, used different bikes. bikes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So then you just go out there and look at it. It's like, huh. Then you go see it and you sit down and you know see what it feels like, see if it's the right height, you know, see how nimble. It is well light. It is, I guess. See the right way to it or not? Yeah, 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 yeah. And see if the ergonomics are right. But uh, yeah, just you know, if you're feeling that bike, if you want to, it's it's got to speak to me, especially now. You know, I with my bike, you know, I, I've taken off the tour pack, mm. and now it's a totally different bike for me. You know, I'm I'm in, I'm really enjoying my bike without the tour pack on it because it's not as top heavy, and I'm able to kind of hit the twisties a little harder yeah. and um, it's a whole new, new bike. So if I were to take the side sliders off, it would be like a, a dark horse with lowers on it. Hmm. So I, I got like three different bikes in one bike. I think we talked about this already, but yeah, uh, any other bike right now? I don't know. You know, maybe the FJ nine to, to, to see what that feels like. Cause I haven't really done anything with that bike yet you've heard me talk about it enough i heard you talk about it yes i'm like ah again i was like i'm sick of it (laughs) it'll ride this ugly thing yeah right see what it's all about but yeah even joe i was talking about that that same bike no but he rented the big he rented the big fjr yeah the r with the big one yeah 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 Yeah. so you know he's really he's really jeweling over there but just like just like i said you know circumstances is you know he's looking for a job and it's, it's all on ice right now yeah so you know he's looking at a used one he can't afford a new one so just like everyone else he's like well if i get a 2017 it's in my budget yep then maybe i can pull the trigger on it and, you know he's built a a bike garage and everything for it so it's coming he's just waiting all right well let's let's take a look at a couple examples here so i like i tend to shop for the most part Cycle Trader, eBay, and I do a lot of searching on Craigslist. I'm just not sure I would actually buy one on Craigslist. <laughs> would you buy one on eBay though? eBay? Oh yeah, all day. Really? 
Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that, John? eBay for a car or a bike purchase? That kind of, that seems a little, I don't know, not right I, to me. I don't know. If you're much into, I know people have done it. I'm For me, it's not something I do. Um, I'm worried about what I'm going to get and want to make sure it's right. Yeah, once you it buy, might, you're done. So yeah, you it might be one of the little miniature bikes, you know, <laughs> like little uh, die-cast bikes you get and you paid eight grand for. You're like, wait, what? It's like, oh, you didn't see the fine print said it was a model? Right. <laughs> it's like, don't. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think people have done it all. The, it all depends on what you want to do. It's not my thing that I would do, but if somebody's very mechanical and knows what's going on and can look it over and see, yep, 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 you can find good deals that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think Cy- Cycle Trader and Craigslist would be my two go tos, I guess, if I was looking. See, I find too many bikes on Craigslist that are just, they feel like a scam. Like, I don't even want to talk to them because. You know, the the price is just so far out of whack with what the item is. It's like, I'm just not interested. In my examples for today, I only used one from Craigslist because because you, you can find any price to suit your appetite. And that's the problem. I think some of them are unrealistic. So I've only ever used Craigslist to get rid of something. I posted one thing for free and that was it. So I've never used it in terms of buying anything. Where'd you list your bike? Just curious. Cycle Trader. Ah. <laughs> so you can do it uh, free for two weeks, and they give you like four photos and and a description and things like that. So that part you can do for free. And of course, you can buy premium, and you can buy preferred. You know, so you show at the top of the results and things like that. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, Chad from the last Spoken Wheel was telling me to look at Facebook Marketplace. Cause a lot of his friends have listed things and it sells quickly. So I added that to my list. Um, so cycle trader, eBay, Craigslist and Facebook marketplace, pretty much the four I'm, I'm trolling nowadays. Nice. The, the sad part that I feel with Craigslist and even Facebook is you have to be careful when you're listing. And I'll just put that way for sp- spammers. I mean, I remember selling my car, I put on Craigslist and how many, I got a spam call. Spam calls and more spam calls. It's just like, really? So. You need a throwaway phone number. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. A little Google voice or something. That's so a good idea. So let's take a look at one example. So I'll start with, you know, what's near and dear to my heart, which is a Harley cruiser. And I stuck to 150 miles within my zip code. So trying to, to localize this and that's, that's really one of my big considerations for buying a used bike is, you know, how far out do you want to go? I mean, for example, I found a, a Tracer GT up in Pennsylvania for, I think it was 11,100 is what they listed it for. And that bike's 13 grand is the sticker price. So, but by the time you factor, you know, it's 550 miles away. I've got to ride up there or drive up there or fly or something. I've got to get there and ride the bike home, or I have to get there and transport the bike home. So by the time you add that, you know, it, are you really saving anything to go that far? Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe you are, and maybe that's something you want to do, make it part of the adventure. I'm fine with that, but it's just something you need to consider when you're looking outside your home area. You know, when I was looking uh, to buy my Indian, I was looking all the way out 
Sturgis because they had different paint jobs or custom paint jobs uh-huh. out west, and they you know they didn't have any hardly out east out this way. So it's just like, yeah. well, if I wanted something different and one of a kind, I had to go out west to find it. So I was looking a lot out west and was considering even flying out and riding it back or whatever, trailer or whatever. But yeah. So that was on the table for me as far as when I was looking for a bike myself. I was even going out west to see if I can find something even cooler. But that's part of the adventure, though. So you got something unique, and you get to ride home from Sturgis. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Get a a t-shirt. A 2019 Harley-Davidson Breakout. This is obviously the newest one that has the Milwaukee 8 engine. Starts at $19,000. Forty nine dollars. That would be no color option. That does not include destination or tax or dealer prep or anything like that. So we're just sticking to the list price. So if you want to have you know nineteen thousand and change burning a hole in your pocket, go get a brand new one. That's about what the deuce costs, brand new, actually. All right, and I found a couple of good used ones. Um, sorry. So before I move on, so you get the new one. Right, full warranty, all of that. You're the right. first one to sit in the seat and scratch it and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, we talked about a break-in period and things like that that you have to go through. But you know, that's your baby. You're the only one to 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 have owned and I don't want to say you're the only one who's ridden it, but it hasn't probably been ridden very far. Like a virgin. Yeah, because they most have like four miles on them. Yeah. <laughs> Like Madonna up in here. That's right. It's a Madonna bike. There you go. So the option number one is Madonna. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Used option number one. This is, of course, on Cycle Trader. This is a 2014 breakout for $11,000. And it's that orange that I think you liked, Rico, at one point. That and the green one, yes. Yep. And this thing only has 1,100 miles on it. So that's what I was talking about earlier. I mean, this bike is, what, just right. about five years old. It still looks about the same as the the new Breakout. It just doesn't have a Milwaukee 8 engine, obviously. But it looks about like the, the current Breakout and only has 1,100 miles. So $11,000, yeah. that's nearly, well, that's over $8,000 savings. Right. Hey, Rico. Yeah. I guess that's a trailer queen, huh? I guess so, for real. I mean, wow. 1,100 miles? 1,100 miles. That's crazy. Who is this guy? More miles on a, on a year Wait, than that. He, he lives in Cornelia, South North Carolina. <laughs> He'd never heard of the mountains? Too far, I guess. Jeez, right, that thing. There wasn't, Rarely. A, there wasn't a bar close enough. I guess so, and it's got it's got aftermarket pipes on it. Uh, the seat looks stock. Most everything else looks stock on it. Uh, the pipes are a little discolored from the heat, so the bike probably could stand a little EFI tune, I would guess. But it's a one hundred and three yeah. twin cam, one hundred and three security system and everything. Now, one that I think is a little bit better is one year. Uh, one year newer, so right below that, option two, I have a 2015 breakout. This one has a little over 9,000 miles, and it's $12,000. Also on Cycle Trader and within 150 miles of here. So, and this one's all all black, stock exhaust. This one looks to be all stock. 
Very nice bike. Very clean. 12000 I think that's a heck of a deal. Get yourself a breakout. Yeah. What do you think of that one? I still like these bikes. I know you do. That's why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. I was like, Hogan's coming back. I'm going to tease him with a breakout. Yeah, you're doing a good job. I appreciate that. If I get that green candy one in there, you're going to lose it. Oh, the next one. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Now, this is the advantage, I feel, of a used bike. And I, I do the same thing with cars. If you've always wanted the bad boy CVO or something like that, and you just don't have the scratch for it, a 2014 CVO breakout with only 2,000 miles on it, 16,900. This is the one I'll pull the trigger on. Look at that thing, huh? All day. Looks like it's parked in the uh, house. Inside that house. This is that nice blue with, I don't know, it's kind of like a cutaway on the tank with some chrome and some black. The frame's color matched. Vance and Hines big radius got the um, that big air sucker whatever they call that air intake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is sharp. This is really sharp. Yeah, for that price, all day. That's what I'm saying. I mean, these bikes are pushing uh, thirty grand. Yeah, it's never been ridden two thousand miles. Come on. Yeah. What was he thinking? I don't know. I get worried about how many little miles are on it. It's not that old. It's only a five-year-old bike, though. With 2,000 miles? Right. I mean, it can sit around for five years, and that's fine. Probably gets fired up every now and again. Yeah, okay. All right. Continue on. Everything, everything, yeah, all the bars are close. (laughs) 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 He definitely couldn't ride with you, John. No, no. He couldn't even meet you for coffee. Forget it. Right. You'd be tired of going to the bathroom. Man, I need another break. You're like, bro, come on. How far are we going? <laughs> What's in the mailbox? I can't see my house from here. <laughs> oh, mailbox too far from your house. <laughs> can't see my house. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, All righty. Let's see. Where were we? <laughs> We're on Rich's Cruiser number two. Got a last year deuce model. Yeah. And then if you don't want to break out, if you want to go back to the predecessor, you can get a 2007 Softail Deuce. Last year they were made only 38,000 babied miles for eight grand. Wow. Hey, Rico. You already heard the story. Email me if you want it. <laughs> Rico? Yeah. Babied miles. Huh? It's been babied, huh? Baby. All babied. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Cradled, burped, mm. and everything. I, I guess he's never broken the speed limit down in that thing, has he? No. Yeah. Never. It's like this one wasn't my bike, right? <laughs> Don't know nothing about that quarter mile rip. Nothing. But that, you know, I, I wouldn't be afraid to buy that bike on the used market. It's been ridden. True. That's so true. So what do you and think? That, of those, sorry, sorry, before you do that, of those bikes, of those four, which one would you buy? The CVO. Hands yeah. Down, <laughs> yeah. For half the price all day. Still three grand cheaper than a new one. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I cut you off there. 
All day. Which one for you, Johnny? And don't say neither. Can't cop out. You got to pick one. I, I, I would go option two. The 15 for $12,000? Yeah. That's a good one. I would do that because it still looks all stock. You know, it hasn't been molested and upgraded and all that stuff. So it's like you can now make it your own. You got this blank canvas, nice clean 2015 black breakout. Or, or hang on, maybe if I'm really got cheap, maybe I'll go with option two, number one, with that deuce. And you would buy my bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? Because it's been ridden. It hasn't been sitting around. Arsa, you, hang on, you've ridden it. Once it hasn't sat completely. So. Yep. If you look at what, the 15 is, let's say, four years old. So nine thousand. So you're really about three thousand miles a, a year ridden. So yeah, it's not it's a not lot, but but it's not know. been sitting around either. Yeah. So like the the CVO that has two thousand miles on it, that's sat for a good while. It's a little less than five hundred miles a year. Yeah. So what do you want to look at when something's been sitting for that long? You're going to want to look at the hoses and oil and. Well, it's mainly going to be gaskets on these because they're they're not they're not water cooled. So, yeah, I mean that's what you're going to have to worry about. Well, we can use the R6 as an example. Yeah, you know when you stopped riding it, it sat around, and now that I look at the gaskets, it's it's clear they just dried up. Yeah, yeah, and they just dried and shrunk and popped. But that's that she wasn't loved. But that's different though. That was much later in its life. That's an 18-year-old bike. Yeah. True. Rico ran it, and then I'm not sure how long it sat with Rico. I mean, you, Rich, I know you went out there and warm it up, but still, I mean, you don't really get all everything moving and moving and moving. And that's the same thing with the Spider. and I can equate that when I talk to the service manager about what should I do with certain parts, and he's like, you ride it, so you're going to be okay. If you let it sit, that's when it causes problems. Yeah. And that was some of the latest Harley recalls too, is where you know they were getting moisture in the the clutch master cylinders and some of the brake cylinders because they were sitting around just just absorbing moisture. Yeah. And a fuel tank, if you let the gas sit, I mean, could you get rust built up inside the tank? If it's not full, sure can. So you know, and not coat. It's not coated <clears throat> properly, or if it's been been um, marred in any way. So there's a lot of things you need to look at when you go look at a used bike, in my opinion. And then as you get, if you get older beyond the fuel-injected era, and then you have carburetors to worry about. So uh, Dangerous Dave has popped in, and you know he's victory. Victory in the house. Victory's in the house. And he says, for the prices of CVO, you can get a Magnum with a Lloyd's Touch. Sure can. Yep. The Lloyd's touch. And he says it'll run circles around Harley. Until you need a part and you can't get one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where's Lloyd? Lloyd, can you make something for us? All right. So moving on. I think you got some big old touring bikes here, Rich, that you want to talk about. Well, th- this gets back to the the model and the brand. So 
The Street Glide is Harley's most popular bike. You know, we've talked about that before. Now, this gets a little harder to find a good deal because they're everywhere and they seem to be holding their values pretty well. So a 2019 Street Glide starts at $21,289. That, again, is black, no destination, no tax, no dealer prep. And I found three options that I would look at if I needed to save a little money, if I needed to save more money, and if I had no money (laughs) is my option. So option one is just a two-year-old bike, 2017 with 3,500 miles. Uh, It's not brand new, but this one does still have the Milwaukee 8, and that's 18,800. So a little discount on that one. That's relatively local. Again, I tried to stay in my 150-mile circle. My second option is a 2014 with 3,700 miles, and now this price drops down to 13,500. So now you don't have a Milwaukee 8. This one has the high output twin cam 103, which I think is a beautiful engine in that chassis, much better than the the 110s, at least from the ones that I rode. So what do you think of that one, Hogan? Now you're saving, what, seven, $8,000? That's crazy, right? Again, five, you know, five years old. Years old, yeah. 700 miles. That bike hasn't been ridden either for a touring, quote-unquote, touring bike. Yeah, if you're not going to tour it, why'd you buy it? Right. Life changes. Life changes. Yep. Then if you need to save a lot more money, I found a 2007 with 30,000 miles, so that one's been ridden. Has some options on it, 21-inch front wheel, has apes, uh, custom seat, and some lighting, and some other things like that. It's 10,000 bucks all day. That's incredible. I think if you got short money, that's a pretty nice option. Yeah, and if you want to just get out there and ride. That was my Craigslist pick. That's a a local bike in Craigslist. Right. And, you know, I guess, too, a used bike, somebody who hasn't ridden or new to riding, you know, a used bike will be the way to go because you wouldn't have that, uh, what if I drop it fear? That's you know, right. it's it's used, and you know, you figured uh, it probably has a couple scratches, and it's been abused already. If I drop it, who cares? I'll fix it and keep it moving. So, a lot of the times, that's the that's the mentality when buying a used bike, especially being a beginner. I'll get a used bike, see if I like it, and if I like it enough to keep keep doing it, then I'll buy the bike of my dreams. Or they might find that, okay, this style bike doesn't suit me like I thought it would and buy a totally different type. Right. Now, what do you think if you're, if you're mechanically inclined, that's an advantage for used bikes, you would say? Oh, yeah. If you're working on it yourself. You, and I think especially if you know what to look for. You know, you know the problem areas of the model. You know exactly what to look for. It's like, well, I know, take my FJ09, for example. You know, the first... I think the first one or two years, I don't know when they changed it, but the drain plug was the the first contact point if you bottomed out the bike. So if you did that, you knocked a hole in the oil pan right. <laughs> and kind of wrecked your day. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So, so they redesigned that. I mean, that's, that's just something to be mindful of, little things like that. You know what's changed over the years, what's been improved and enhanced. And if it's something like that that bothers you, you, you know, you look to get it swapped out. 
But that's somebody like yourself, which is one of those people that research the hell out of something and know all the ins and outs before you pull the trigger. You know, you go into all the the message boards and you've done all the the due diligence on (laughs) uh, Google, (laughs) you know, so you've you've looked at every aspect of the bike and looked at previous year's owners and what they've done, what their experiences are or with, you know, with that particular style bike. So, you know, everything about it. So when you go to buy that bike, you know, to ask a lot of the pertinent questions that somebody would ask. (laughs) I'm going to be telling the owner about things like, Hey, so what did you get this part fixed? Great. What? They'd be like, what? (laughs) That was a thing. Yeah. Really? Where you been? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, uh, a cool thing Dangerous Dave brought up in the chat as well is that he's seen where guys have purchased the bike, take one trip, and decide it's not for them. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Rico, that was, um, who was the one guy he used to ride with from TKK? Bought a bike, Aaron? did a big trip, doesn't really ride anymore. Oh, no, Aaron rides a ton. Or he used to. Did he get a new bike yet? Do you know? Oh, 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 Dave. Well, Dave bought the big touring bike. Is right. he, he still riding that one around? I have no idea. You know, I've, I was thinking about him today. It's funny you bring up his name. I was thinking about him because I got to come to Charlotte again. It's like, I was wondering what old Dave's doing. And to see what he's up to. Give him a holler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Show. That's a good point. <laughs> and he also adds, like, you know, not everyone's like John who will, will go over a thousand miles just for fish and chips. Crazy yeah. man. You, John is an animal. I mean, he just hit the ground, ground and was running. He's like uh, Flash Gordon on that mofo. He doesn't well, look back. He's like, goodbye. I got bad news. What? I've been on it in like a month. Are you okay? You 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 doing all right, bro? You need an intervention. Well, he wants to come up there. Well, come on, let's go. All right, let's cut the show off. We're we're going to <laughs> we're going to Durham. <laughs> Um, are you all right? What's going on? No, it's just, I, you know, I was sick for a couple of weeks and then the uh, weather and shit. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know? Edit number two. I'm trying to get out. <laughs> Do what? Edit no. number two. Yeah. I'm trying to get out. I dro- I, 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 the weather looks like it's going to be nice and then it's not going to be nice. I don't know. I'm trying to get out for Sunday. Anyways. Yeah, Sunday's supposed to be like 70 here, but we have our monthly hangout Sunday. I know. I know we do. I might be missing it. It's all right. We got the boys from, from Sweden on the line. I know at least Rickard's going to be there. All right. And maybe maybe Rico will, will join. He can yeah, I'll I'll his phone. Yeah, you around Sunday? One thirty ish Should be. Should be. All right. Like I said, I'll be in Charlotte, so I'll try to touch base with you tomorrow or Oh, you're going to be down this weekend, too? Yeah. Oh, look at you. That, yeah. Bought, uh, found my uh, daughter a car, and we're going to take it to her. Nice. Here in, here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Look, Kia Soul. Kia Soul. Got some soul. Mm-hmm. So, Johnny John, on the spider side. Yeah, yeah my, yes, my friend. Yes, my friend. So, now you're, you're an example of someone who doesn't, doesn't wrench. You have no desire to. Nope. Dealer service. Now, with that mindset, are you interested in a used bike, or you'll just always buy new? Specifically with the Spider. 
We got all night. I'm I'm trying to think <laughs> on how to answer this. <laughs> and I don't want to find fault and say bad things. Right. About KM, but they have some parts that I have heard that are not very well made. Uh oh. And that would be a concern I'd have. And let's use our buddy Big Joe from the clubhouse. You know, he has that I think a twenty eleven spider RT. He had the water pump replaced last year and he went like two thousand miles and the water pumping went again. And that was one of my concerns. You know, or one of the things I knew about with the twin, right? With the twin is the water pump. And he actually said, after seeing it, he goes, Yeah, because it's a bunch of plastic. So that's one of the things that I'll say that, you know, if you get a spider with low miles, and that's one thing I've been told is it, don't let it sit. You let it sit, then you have issues. Um, I'm not much of a fan of wrenching, I don't do it. Um, what I buy used. I'm not sure if I'd go to an individual buy used, but I might buy one from a dealership used. Okay, fair enough. I'll go with that. Um, and I, I mean, I have an example here on a Spider forum on Facebook. That, you know, there's a lot of, you know, on the Facebook group. And you have to, the, and I would probably say from the Facebook Spider group, I would probably buy it because on the owner's group, you have to be, you have to be accepted into it. It's, you know, it's not, everybody can't see it. I mean, it's kind of, so you might have some people out there. And somebody has a 2017 RTS, which is the big touring bike, with a 2017, 3,000 miles for 16.5. That's about 10 grand off new, if probably right around that mark, maybe eight. All right. So, and as I said before, you can get a brand new F3, which is the base model. That MSRP for 17, I think, was like 16, 17. You can get it for 12.9. As a used one? No, it's brand new. Just leftover. Leftover. Brand new. Wow. Out the door, 13. That's nice. Oh, that's the link you put in there. Okay, now I see it. Yeah. Wow. That's the manual. That's the one I wrote. Right. So that's the the bottom line. And a 19 for the. 19 for that one, I think, is I think it's 15.9. So it's 3,000 off of 19. That's how much you'd save. Well, there we go, Rico. I need to get this to keep up with John. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what was... bike I have not seen on the road yet? One of those uh, Honda Stars. The new touring bike from Honda. Have you seen any of those on the road Star. yet? Honda Star? What are you talking about? The, the, um, Vin- the Ventor, I think that's what they call it. You mean the Eluder and Adventure from Yamaha? Adventure, yeah, the, the Adventure, yeah. I've seen one. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't seen. I haven't seen. I've, seen I, I've ridden with one with one. Yeah, that's because someone in your group has one. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like that bike? I'm just curious. So I told, and this is a, the guy that bought it had the R1 crazy. He bought a Har. He got rid of the R1. Got a Harley. I said, you're going to hate the Harley. You're not going to like it. He didn't like the Harley because it wasn't fast enough. So then he goes and buys the, let's see, the Looter, which is, yeah, Looter, which is the bagger. And I'm like, you're not going to like it. Oh, I'm going to like it. The Looter, that's the one I rode, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's the one that um, has not the tour pack. 
And I'm like, oh, you're not going to like it. Oh, it's fine. It's going to be I said, the shift point. You're not going to like the red line. Oh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Well, it's not so much a shift point, but he says the heat off the rear cylinder is bad. Like, it is hot. Like, he says anything above 80 degrees, I can't ride. It's too hot right. to ride. Like, they need that rear cylinder deactivation that Indian has now that right. they copied from Harley. Yeah. <laughs> easy, easy. Me too, that, me too. I, I hear that tone in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be funny with that oh-so-subtle jab. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> So anyway, I'm, we'll skip over the the Tracer GT FJ09. I think we already talked about those price wise. Anyway, and time out, time out before you begin that. Yeah, you, you see the link I put in there that the dealership down here has a 19 for that price. What are you talking about? The GT you had you had the 2018 Yamaha GT for 12.9. Well, that's the list price. I hope they have one for 12.9. All right. Well, they have a 19 one for 12.9 in stock. Okay, I hope so. All right, I'm just telling you. I'll share with you. Well, they were they were wheeling and dealing on it a month ago. Are they no longer doing that? I think that was an 18, wasn't it? They had a leftover 18. This is a 19 they have in stock. Wait, there's one year they skipped. No, there's no 18s. There's no 18s? I think that's what it is. There's no 18s. The last FJ is a 17, and there's no 18s. Well, it's a Tracer. No, they, have a, they were wheeling and dealing on a Tracer RT. Or Tracer GT. Yeah, but they're all 19s, though. There was a skip year. Okay. And someone will correct me, I'm sure, if that's not right. So, can I move forward? Yep. Okay, so we'll skip over the Tracer. Let's go to the big girl. The Roadmaster for 2019, with all its touchscreen glory, will cost you darn near $30,000. Ouch! Twenty nine thousand four ninety nine, and that is also the base color. No prep, no destination. Whew. Man, you gotta love that thing, Rico. I do. I have a question to ask real quick before we continue on. We'll talk about price, and I know we did this once before, and I'll remember. So the Roadmaster matches up with with what in your guys's book with Harley? Limited, ultra limited, I guess. Ultra limited. Okay, continue on then. <laughs> we're like i guess <laughs> rico you talk i'll type yeah <laughs> uh, I but, uh, prices because i was like well rico you're paying 29 the street glide is you know no it's, it's definitely not a street glide it's it's the full-on ultra but so I'm ultra limited so an ultra just to give a little i know we've done this once before Lake, the ultra Lake limited cool. is 28 yeah, it's it's a, just a little bit less than the Roadmaster, but it's Dave still says, up there. I got I got input from Dangerous Dave. He says definitely the Ultra. Okay, De- definitely. Good. Oh, this guy. I mean, you can get the same features on the Electro Glide Ultra Classic for twenty four five. That has lowers and the Tour Pack and all that. But I'm pretty the sure it lines is up. not as nice. No, the I'm pretty sure it lines nice. up with the Ultra Limited. That has all the features at at twenty eight thousand. Okay. So in other words, uh, Harley is um, $1,500 less than Indian. Okay, continue on. Oh, but you can't take the saddlebag. You can't take the saddlebags or the bags off. You can too. No, you can't without seeing the ugly shocks on the side. Whoa, whoa, you whoa. Without... You said you can't do it. You can do it. You can. <laughs> it's just <laughs> ugly you... as sin. 
This is true. This is true. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> so that's why it's fifteen hundred less because you take the bags off. It is ugly duckling. <laughs> they didn't want to fix the ugly, so they just r- r- right. They just give you a, you know a that clam and a half in your pocket. Yep. So that's that's the trade off. All right. That's what you're buying. So <laughs> can, can you get a deal on these used, or are they all thirty thousand? Oh no! You can get a. I I got one. I'll link in there now. It's a 2016 Roadmaster Classic, the blue with the brown seat. What? The uh, for 15. I'm looking. Says, I'm looking. Okay, 2016, fifteen thousand dollars. Half, half the price. I like, two years old. I like that blue. That's nice. Yeah, right. It's like a baby blue, powder blue, but it's kind of metallic. I guess. Right. I mean, if you're in the blue, why not? But yeah, I mean, yours is better. I like mine too. That color is just that's Indian, but old school colors. So mm-hmm. that blue with the brown seat does not go. No, this needs a black seat all day. Black seat. Because Aaron had one of these as a loner, or maybe the one he had was black. But that black uh, checkered diamond pattern seat, gorgeous. <laughs> Yep. It's 15,000. How many miles on this? Has it been ridden? I didn't, I can't find a mileage. Oh, 25,000 miles. Ooh. It's a, it's a real bike. So you're going to ride it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> gets around, gets around. That's right. All right. Let's see. Real what bike. else did you find? Oh yeah. Uh, Dangerous Dave told me about that one. The brand new leftover chieftain. 18,000 in Fredericksburg. Right. I think Dave's going to run by with the truck and pick it up one day. Could be. Could be. Find any other used ones there? Hoganator? I, oh, wait. What is this? Yeah. What are you doing to me? <laughs> it's not a good deal, Rich. No, it's really not. It's not. Right. But it's like, wow, really? Dealership? The company shut down and you still want 32 grand for a bike? Come on. Gonna be sitting there. This is the Modus MST 2018 in that beautiful red. So, so this is off. a new one that they're getting. I mean, is this a new one or is it used? New sport touring motorcycle. It is new. 32,500. Jeez, that's what they are new. Right. Who's going to service this thing? I tell you, though, I, I really come close to buying that one on eBay for, was it 16? $16,000. I was, I had an itchy, itchy finger on the mouse right up until it ended and it sold with one bid. What? One yep. person bid on 16,400 or something like that. I was like, ah, man, that's someone just sniped that thing. Like it was like in the last 30 seconds they bid. That's how you do it. There was, there was zero bids on it until just last a few second. seconds to go and then click. Sold. I was really tempted, though. Man, oh, man. Got him. But keep saving my pennies. We'll get some. This is like, you know, if you didn't do your research and you didn't know much about bikes and you saw this bike, and you're like, wow, that's a nice bike. And you yeah, went let me out get and bought that. it. And then you realize that, wait, the company's out of business? Now what? Who who do I get to fix it? <laughs> Where will get the parts? That's what you know? Just saying now. Are we have, now that would be part issues. You talk about victory, you know. Well, they didn't make many of them to begin with, so. 
Right. They only so made then, a couple hundred total. You just spent thirty-two grand on a bike, and now you try to sell it for that same price. There's no way you're gonna recoup your money. I feel bad for these dealers, though, man. They're just like, come on, somebody buy these things. How do you get rid of that? You sell it for sixteen thousand. That's how you get rid of it. That's, how, that's true. Unfortunately, that's how they're going to get rid of it. So, yeah, I was I was half kidding about the victory thing earlier, but you would definitely have part issues with this one. Over time, it's going to get harder. Well, yeah. What do you do with something like that? What do you do? Do you ride it? Just ride it. You ride ride the wheels off of it. That's what you do with it. That's what you do. What happens when the screen goes flaky or something crazy? You cut the wires off and bend it (laughs) and put something else in there or not. Just solder the wires together and keep riding. Figure out how many you need to make it run and just toss it. I guess. Right. That's what I do with it. I would fix it. Because is is all that necessary? I know they were and holler about all the the gadgetry that went into the, the display and what it did for you and how the, uh, the the service crew were able to go out and pull all the data about the bike and but think think about the basics though Rico you've got a you've got a relatively basic engine that you could probably take care of yourself it shares a lot of parts with the small block anyway you know the valve train I think even the pistons and things like that I don't know how much of it is is fully custom the crankshaft obviously but it definitely shares quite a few automotive parts you know the headlight assembly is from a ktm Woo-hoo! you know so there's there's you're gonna be able to keep it going now will you get original parts that'll be the question but you'll be able to find stuff to make it work i mean it's an automotive alternator for crying out loud you just unbolt it and bolt in a new one well, maybe right. maybe the smart thing you do is, if that's the case, is maybe if you bought one, is try to find you buy two. Well, well, okay, you go buy two, or you find a part list where they had all the parts that they got for it, and maybe you buy aftermarket parts. Then you all have the originals. If anything happened, like try to find a way for all the fairings and everything. Maybe somehow. Go look, and this is probably expensive, but you know, try to find a way to mold a new set. Well, apparently, someone I think it was even Brian Case. I have to check up on that to get the details, but I thought someone had acquired all of the stock, like all the parts, and they're good. We're going to hold them and make them available for owners. Yeah, uh, I think Brian, I think Case, Brian Case was the one who, who yeah, was able to do that. that. You said or posted, I think John Jones might have said it. Somebody said it, saw someplace that he bought all the parts that were out there and everything else yeah or put them in a holding company or something but somehow acquire them and make them available so but like i said i i think rico you could just make that thing work the the only part that will be tough is the software and all that for the screen and like i said i just rip that out and get some other universal aftermarket system and be done with it right right all right, so on to my next one. On to the next. On, on, on to, to the, the next. next one. On, to, on to the next one. Which? Oh, wow. What? Oh, what? Nineteen eighty-two Honda Custom. Three thousand dollars. Is that a CX five hundred? What is that? This is. 
G1500. Yeah, G1500. GSXR front end. So it's a GSXR front end. All right, so this is a, a cafe build. This particular Honda appears to be shaft drive, so there's nothing under the seat. Kind of a powder blue tank and black frame, black wheels. Pretty, pretty clean looking. Wrapped exhaust. Now, how are you going to say this is an option for the Roadmaster? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing this one out there. <laughs> this if is for someone those- who says, I don't want that big, heavy hulk of a thing. Give me a real mm-hmm. bike. I want to go just cruising around the city. That's cool. This will be, this is cool. And three yeah, grand, and it's, it, it, Yeah, it's not bad. For three grand, you can tinker with this all day long. That is cool. Good find. All right, one more. You want to talk sport bikes before we move on? Let's do it. Okay. So I've, I found one. I threw this one in there for you, Hogan, because it's near and dear to our heart. The 2019 Yamaha R6 starts at 12199 all day long. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even bother looking at used ones because I found a 2018 leftover for $10,900. Mm-hmm. I would I just buy that it. one and ride on. Yep. I love this bike. It is too cool. I love the front end. I love the lines. See, I, I, love I like the, the bodywork on on. I was going to say on your bike, but I like the bodywork on mine better than this one. Because uh-huh. I like, they seem to keep making the bodywork more minimal. And I love how, how on the 2000, well, the 99 up through 01, how the bodywork comes farther back, covers yeah. up more of the bike, comes all the way back to the, to the frame, essentially. Mm-hmm. And now they've got the whole clutch side exposed and everything. It's, and it seems like the bodywork is all pointed forward. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there seems like there's more of it forward of the forks. I can see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It makes it look like there's more bike on the nose versus, you know, the one I have. That part seems a little more compact and there's more bodywork to the, to the back. And, and the tail section, of course, is bigger. But, but yeah, that's what we were saying at the top of the show with you got to kind of look at the brands. You know, with the, the Japanese makes and even some of the European models, not uncommon to find a one or two year old leftover bike sitting on the showroom floor, thousands off of the retail price, and you still get a brand new bike. Like it. That's the way to go. John John, anything else to add on that? No, I think we're I think we're pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Any yeah. other ones you want to look at, Rico? Nah, nah, I think I, I clicked all the ones I wanted to look at. All right. Well, we've got a little U-turn topic to to talk about. Maybe we'll talk about a little racing as well. But first, got to take a moment and recognize the people who continue to make our show possible. And we do that yeah. by thanking the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. Thank you, fellas. But first, before we go through the list, let's welcome our new member, Jed's Moto. The clubhouse. Jodomodo. Welcome. welcome. <laughs> we need some kind of a sound for that. I know. I was, I was working on that, but it didn't come out right. <laughs> You're doing it in real time. <laughs> hey, hey, bacon. Or bacon. Oh my God. Bacon. Rico. Yeah, bacon. Um, you got your to do list since you're back in business now. We need we need a sound. Yeah, we need like a welcome to the clubhouse sound. 
Gotcha. Uh, we need that in three months. Three months. Is that good enough that's, for now? That's good enough for now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, Jeds, welcome to the clubhouse once again. Uh, he's been in there mixing it up, and I still don't think I'm caught up on all the chatter. I don't know about you guys, but, man, lots of info. He rides some cool bikes. He rides a lot, and he takes some really nice photos as well. Uh, he rides more than I do. <laughs> what? Wow. He does. Don't say that while I'm drinking my beer. Let's thank the rest of the group. That would be our first five riders, the OGs, the originals. No one's replacing this crew. Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Sipping on gin and juice. Slack pack would be Chuck, Nobby Tire, Old Man Slacker, Sir Mike, and the executive producer of Chaos and Mayhem. Barbershop is Steven and Jacob. Loud Pipes Racing is still Sean Birch. Lonely on the paddock. Come on, need someone else in there for the racing yep. effort. And then we have Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, James, Bronco Ride, Rich, Joe, Tony, and Jed's Moto now make up the riders group. Darren, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, Jared, Kale, and David are the insiders. So we appreciate all the support, no matter the, no matter the size. That's what I'm trying to say. And if you'd like to show your support and join this group, check out loudpipes.net forward slash donate. And check out all that we have in there to offer. Hiatus. That's what I was trying to get out of. Hiatus. U-turn. Did we have any more events for 2019? I know Jed sent us a huge list of things he's going to. And while I roust that up, Brother Hogan, you have any events you're thinking about for 2019? Places you want to ride to? A couple, well, you know, I got to get back to the mountains, bruh, so I got to go out towards Campobello, Caesar's Head, Bavard, all that. I need to get up in there. Yeah, you do. And I got to go over to that uh, motocross, super motocross coming up in a week or two, right? Oh, next weekend, March 2nd, Atlanta. What's up? What's up? My boy coming through. Coming down. We don't do that. We don't do that. You join the party there, Rico? We can do it. Yep. Cool. Now make sure Rich stays out of trouble, okay? Ooh, that's a tall order. I have a 10 and, 10 and a 7-year-old. That's pretty easy to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cotton candy. I know. It's like, shut up, shut up. I'm trying to watch the race. Be still. Oh, my God. Will you please Stop be moving. Oh, man, you spilled my beer again. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to need therapy when he's coming back home. Oh, but Cameron, Cameron, oh, that's my boy. I was like, we're going to, we're going to go to Hertz and get something fun for the weekend. He's like, are we going to get the challenger? Hemi? (laughs) Like, yeah, we are, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, we are. (laughs) (laughs) That was a fun ride. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I took Hogan out in it last weekend. Yes, you did. Made a little noise. Love bit. Just love bit. All right, I found the list. Thanks for the stalling. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Hey, anytime. Glad we could help you out. <laughs> he is checking out Daytona Bike Week, of course. One of the biggest. One of the originals. Um, Americade, which is an hour from his house. Laconia, which is only three hours from his house. I'd love to go back to Laconia. You know that? Who's Laconia? Laconia Bike Week. 
And it happens. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I'll cut. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that one. Uh, smack my head right on the pole. Uh, the BMW Owners Group Meetup. Uh, rally.bmwmoa.org. And I believe uh, the Fashionista has something to do with that as well. Fashionista. Who we need to catch up with here before long. Uh, this is an interesting one called The Traveling Picnic. It is in West Virginia this year. Check that thing out. It's called uh, travelingpicnic.com. Uh, there's also the GSR, the Green Mountain Rally. I have a link for that. I'll put in the show notes as well. That's in Vermont. And let's see. Oh, that's it. He just talks about his riding for the year. And, and we might actually meet up with Jeds in Raleigh in the next couple of weeks. Two weeks, I think. Are you coming up? Oh, two weeks. Yeah. What day is that? I might actually be off. We had a, we had a downshift topic. All right. We'll talk about it offline. <laughs> we got downshift topic. Downshift topic. All right. Let's go. All right. That was it. I also want to talk about stall, find the sound effect, loud pipes racing. So we talked about Mr. Honeycutt's bike and it looks like he sold the super motard, but we're still going to get the stickers on his Ninja for this year. Uh, We're also going to have Brian on the show here before long. He's going to give us some street riding tips, some things we've been talking about offline, but we also breaking news. We're going to be getting a loud pipe sticker on a bike that races at the Isle of Man. And it's a sidecar. Oh, yeah. So we're going to be, we're going to be checking that out. I've got more details coming, um, but this is Ben McBride. He reached out to us and um, was interested to see if we were, or sorry, he was checking to see if we were interested in sponsoring a, uh, a top 10 TT team. So we're going to, we're going to hook that up. So Mr. Birch and I are looking at it. He wants to get his, 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 um, antique cycle sticker on there. We want loud pipes on there. So we're going to fund that ourselves initially. And then we're hoping that we raise more money through the show and we can do even more, you know, maybe some additional coverage on the bike. And, and of course more when we get there next year. Got a big old sticker. Take up the whole side. We'll take a, we'll paint the whole thing in loud pipes mm-hmm. colors. Loud pipes. But I, you think about it. That's the best. That's the best bike for promo because there's there's really no room on a sport bike to put much of anything. Right. But you know, on those sidecars, all that flat surface. Man, we mm. plaster all over that bad boy. Then you get you know two guys or gals on that thing, just you know climbing all over that thing like it's a jungle gym, just mm-hmm. trying to hold it at breakneck speed so so maybe we'll get them on the show as well we're working on that i always like talking about the tt got a tt the tt that's it sorry stumbled my way through that anything else before we get to events nope i think we're good racing daytona 500 did you care john did you watch it did you even know what happened i watched it it's um a big wreck of course <laughs> about half the field and then the last, whatever after that red flag, I don't remember. Yeah, it was a big mess. You know what? It, it took me like 20 minutes to find Jimmy Johnson. I was like, Ally? What? Yeah, Lowe's, Lowe's uh, <laughs> dropped his sponsorship. 
So that was funny. It took me a while. I'm texting Kenny. I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, Gordon retired. Um, Dale Jr. retired. I'm like, Johnson's still racing? He's like, yeah, right there. <laughs> and what's funny is I didn't realize this. Matt, Matt Kenseth retired too. I totally missed that one. Yeah. Totally missed that one. So he's uh, all a bunch of new people now. Yeah. So World Superbike starts up uh, this weekend. I think it's Australia. May watch some of that if I can. I'm, I think I'm going to change my cable TV package so I can get BN Sports. And I think it's Velocity that carries some of the other racing that I want to watch. So if I can do that for short money, I may do that this year instead of the you know, the on-demand video packages. That's it. That's my racing update. Okay. All right. Events? Events. You or me? All right. February 23rd. Indian Motorcycles of Charlotte. Unveiling the Thin Blue Line bike. Rich, you going? Yes. Rico, are you here Saturday? It's Saturday. Oh, let's go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's like, okay. All right. So Rico and I will be there Saturday. What time do you want to go? I'll send you the link. Okay. March 2nd, there's a blank. Hmm. Supercross. Supercross, Atlanta. Plus in Atlanta. Okay. Well, uh, and uh, let's see. Uh, March 23rd, no flat track racing. Brother Rick is not going no more. So lightweight. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, coming. August 14th or 12th or 15th. <laughs> sorry, coming. <laughs> MotoGP in Austin. I'm heading there. Not sure if Rico's joining. Trying to twist his arm. I hear you. Twist. Hear we got you. a house, Rico. I'm coming. Got twelve. Got room for like twelve. I, Sean Birch, I think is uh, uh, I think is joining in the party at the house too. With his nice. They're flying out. So. That's what's up. Okay. That's kind of cool. All right. May night. Well, hold on. While you guys are down in Austin, I will go to the congregation show on the thirteenth, somewhere between one and eight p.m. <laughs> while you're at, I'll send you some photos and pictures of MotoGP. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Yeah. It's kind of April 12th, 11th through 12th. All right. All right. If I missed the dates, I'm sorry. <clears throat> May 9th through May 29th, 2019 is the fourth annual Motorcycles Podcasters Challenge. We want to release the big news about that, Rich. Well, we sent out the we sent out a newsletter and put it on the, the Facebook group, but the rules for twenty nineteen will be released March first. Okay. Stay tuned. All right, there we go. June first is the East Coast meetup in Salisbury. Maybe. If there if I think so. That's the plan. Excuse me. Loud pipes meetup in June twenty nineteen. I think that's what, the twenty first, Rich? All right, we gotta pause here for a second. I had a thought. Beep, beep. <laughs> so since most of the group that's lined up for the meetup is the same, what do you think about just doing Gettysburg again? You, you're already planning to go to Gettysburg. If the group's the same? I'm just thinking if everyone's on board, we'll just do that again. Because part of my thing I want to talk about in the downshift is I don't know if I'll have that much time this year. Okay. Uh, that's fine by me. Okay. I, have, I don't have a heartache. I know Dangerous Dave was asking about taking time off and putting his time in. 
But yeah, I mean, if you want to do Gaysburg, we can do that again. We can tell Dangerous Dave to plan a route out again. You got to find a new route, Dave. Well, since he's on the live stream, that's why I'm throwing it out. It's like maybe we could just, amongst everyone listening tonight and anyone that catches up on the podcast in the next couple of days, just just hit me up in the clubhouse. Let me know if that weekend still works for the meetup. We let's just shift it to that. Right. And you know, and then we can just because then I can do that weekend. I can still go all the way up and, and see my dad for a couple of days because that's right around his birthday. And then I get that whole trip done in one shebang and head home. Okay. Cool. That works for me. We can change that. All right. All right. And then. Then uh, Antiques on Main in Chesney, South Carolina, July 27th through 29th, 2019. Yep. We'll be there. We've had a couple other people reach out to us on Facebook and other places saying they're definitely checking it out and it's a cool event if they've been before. Yep. And then August 9th through the 12th, I'm heading to upstate New York and it looks like dangerous Dave and Kenny might be joining my little party. So that'd be fun. And then all man TT of May, 2020. Yeah. And you know, talking to Jed's moto, I think we should add something for 2020. Another event for a year away? Yeah, why not? But that's going to be kind of hard for you guys. You guys probably won't make it, so I might be going. I might hit Americade. What? Well, when is it? June of 2020. Yeah, that'll be tough. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> if we're going to spend two, two weeks in the Isle of Man in May, <laughs> sneaking away in June is going to be yeah, Ooh, probably no, yeah. no bueno. Nope. And then uh, Sturgis of 2020. So that's what's up. So I still don't know why you can't go to Sturgis this year. We'll talk offline. Okay. Let's go. All right. I would like to again thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. And if you're interested in joining our group and supporting the show, which we appreciate, please visit loudpipes.net forward slash donate. And thanks to everyone in the chat this evening uh, over on loudpipes.net forward slash live. Uh, you two can join us and mix it up with other riders during the show. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And we thanks, thank everyone for hanging out this evening. Uh, additional information from this episode, including links and images, can be found on our website, loudpipes.net slash 151, as in alcohol. Yeah. Here you have links to leave us some feedback. Subscribe to the show via your favorite podcast application. And of course, follow us on social media. Brother Hogan. Yeah. He stands up, baby. Let's do this, brothers. All right. Johnny John. Let's roll. And Rico, thank you for being back. Oh, yes. Great being. Thank you for listening please consider supporting the show we offer generous rewards for your contribution find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate